In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Twenty-one years ago, I lost something. Twenty-one years ago, I was a midshipman at the United States Naval Academy, or more distinctly, I was a plebe at the United States Naval Academy. Plebes are first-year midshipmen, like a freshman in a regular college. But at the Academy, the life of a plebe is generally something I wouldn't want to wish upon anybody. 21 years ago, I'd recently completed my plebe summer, which is like the boot camp orientation to the Navy. And I was just beginning my second month of academic classes. Now, despite what would become a 0 in 10 record that year, Navy football games had just begun. And the fall had started to show its face. And believe me, Annapolis in the fall is absolutely beautiful. 21 years ago today, I woke up feeling like I had won the lottery in life. But by the time I finally went to bed that evening, the world, my world, had changed forever. And what I lost, and what I believe we all lost, was innocence and peace. In the days that followed, the picturesque campus of the Naval Academy was turned into a high-security military installation, complete with machine gun pillboxes manned by Marines at each gate, and a 17 or 18-year-old plebe midshipman, armed only with their issued ceremonial bayonet, posted at every single entrance to every single building on the yard. And what quickly became very apparent especially to the senior class of midshipmen, was that the Navy we would all serve and be commissioned into upon graduation would look very different than the peacetime Navy we had all entered. The innocence and peace we had thought we had known was gone. I'm sure we can all remember exactly where we were when we heard the news on September 11th. 21 years ago today. And I'm certain that each and every one of us lost something that day. In fact, I am certain that we all have many losses that we face every day. Some we expect and others catch us by surprise. I, for one, didn't quite expect the impact of Queen Elizabeth's death on Thursday to be a loss for me, but it actually felt like it was. Throughout our lives, there are parts of our lives that have become lost along the way. Recent losses and long ago losses that have never been forgotten. You could probably name parts of yourself that have been lost along that way. Some of those lost parts are recent wounds. Others are scarred memories. And always those questions. Can we find the lost parts of ourselves? Can we become whole again? 
I wonder if that is what the shepherd and woman in today's gospel are asking themselves. I wonder if they feel as if they have lost a part of their life, a sheep, a coin. Because it's not just a sheep, any sheep, but it is this sheep, a particular sheep. It's not just a coin, any coin, but it's this coin, a particular coin. It's not just a part of our lives, any part, but it's this part, a particular part. And without it, we are less than whole, and we desperately want ourselves back. If you know what it is like to have lost a part of yourself, then you know what it's like to be the shepherd or that woman. Now, I know that this is not the usual way this gospel parable is interpreted. The usual interpretation goes something like this. The lost sheep and lost coin are often taken to be sinners who have gone astray, done wrong, who have gotten lost. And the shepherd and the woman are often seen as images of a searching God. But if you think about it, that may not actually fit the story very well. The woman says, I have found the coin that I had lost. And the shepherd says, I have found my sheep that was lost. The woman lost her coin. The shepherd lost his sheep. So what if it's more about the shepherd and the woman than the sheep and the coin? And besides, can we really place the blame on becoming lost on a sheep or a coin? That lost sheep and coin already belonged to the shepherd and to the woman. The shepherd actually had a hundred sheep to begin with, and that woman had ten coins. But the shepherd lost a part of himself, just as the woman lost a part of herself. They were whole and complete until something of their life was lost. So what if we are the shepherd and the woman? What if the sheep and coins are parts of our lives, parts of ourselves? Maybe. Today's gospel, then, is not about categorizing ourselves or others as sinners or righteous, as the Pharisees and the scribes are doing. Maybe this gospel is really about wholeness and losing parts of ourselves and not who is good or bad or in or out. And here's why I say that. Luke says that Jesus told them this parable told who? Who is them? Is Jesus telling these parables to the tax collectors and sinners who are coming near to listen to him? Or is he telling them to the Pharisees and the scribes who are grumbling about him welcoming sinners and eating with them? I believe it is for them, all of them, just like it is for us today. The difference between tax collectors and sinners and the Pharisees and scribes 
is not that one group is lost and the other is not lost, or one group is sinful and the other is righteous. The difference is that one group is lost and they know they are lost. And the other group is lost, but they do not know it. To be lost is something we have all experienced. Sometimes we know we're lost and other times we don't. When have you lost a part of yourself? What parts of your life are you searching for today? Have you ever felt like something was missing? Maybe you knew what it was or maybe you didn't. You just had this restless longing, a sense that there was something missing, something more to your life. Maybe you knew something was missing in your marriage, your parenting, your reputation, your integrity, your work. Sometimes we lose parts of ourselves to grief and sorrow when life becomes overwhelming and confusing, to the pain and wounds of life, to circumstances that are nobody's fault, and sometimes to the choices we have made. Sometimes we lose ourselves to fear, anger, jealousy, wanting to be right more than wanting to do right. Judgments we make of others, refusing to forgive. Sometimes we lose ourselves to success, to gaining approval, meeting the expectations of others. Sometimes the lost part of ourselves is faith, hope, a dream. It's so easy to lose a part of ourselves and it can happen in a thousand different ways. Today's gospel is an invitation to wholeness or what we sometimes call salvation. It's not about being 90% or even 99% alive or whole, but the entirety of our lives. Every sheep matters. Every coin counts. This is about wholeness and abundance, not as a quantity, but as a quality of life. The gospel of Jesus is not about making bad people good. It's about bringing people back to life. And that's a path which we find ourselves on every day. It's a call to wholeness. Jesus is always calling us back to be ourselves, back to who God created us to be. And our life's journey is a journey towards that wholeness. And it's a lifelong journey. We know these stories as the parable of the lost sheep and the parable of the lost coin, but that's not completely accurate, is it? They could also be called the parable of the found sheep and the parable of the found coin. After all, that's how both of the stories end. The shepherd becomes whole once again, just as the woman does. And what do they do? They rejoice about it. They're not just stories of losing, but they're stories of finding. And Jesus says that shepherd goes after the lost sheep until he finds it. 
And the woman searches carefully for that coin until she finds it. Until he finds it. Until she finds it. There's a promise and a call in that for us as well. The promise is that there will be a finding for us too. And the call is to search until we find. Sometimes that means we're called to light a lamp, to sweep our house and search carefully those very places which we live and have our relationships, the places that are most known and familiar to us. Other times, the call to wholeness can take us out into the wilderness, into the wild, untamed parts of our lives. That kind of searching, searching until we find, is not a searching outside of ourselves, but a searching within. It means searching until we value ourselves beyond simply what we have done and left undone, beyond what we have or do not have, beyond our successes and our failures, beyond what is or what might have been. That finding returns us to ourselves, and yet I also know that the searching and the finding never end. There is always a continuing call to become more fully and more authentically ourselves, created by God, made in the very image of God.